to shoot. David Beckham. Oh, goodness me. Awful long time. And now they're stretched at the back. The US have numbers. Altidore squares it. Dempsey's missed it. Donovan has it. From hope, there is glory. It's London Donovan. Pelota se va escurriendo hasta que llegan los botines de JJJ con la derecha. This is Sunday Luke's finest podcast with David and Obi. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Sunday Leagues Finest, where the podcast just doesn't get better. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, y'all, welcome to Sunday Leagues Finest. Look, we got another episode the next week later, so we're on top of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally getting back into the groove. Well, David, you know, let's just jump right in. Um, first of all, I want to thank our producer, Rolando Hernandez, for coming up with the, this week's topics, and uh, let's just hop right in and give these people what they want to do, uh, hear. Yeah, man. Uh, did you uh, did you enjoy some uh, good soccer over the weekend? I did, especially my own game. I think it was the uh, best soccer I've ever seen. Uh, oh yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, let's start out with some uh, some European soccer. Um, Arsenal, my team, baby, got our first win. It was against the West Ham, but who gives a fuck? We won three to one, so uh, we got three points. Um, but man, the big news, dude! Manchester City draw. What do you think about yeah, that? Uh, it comes into controversy, uh, the way um, the team scored. I think everyone wants VAR now. Um, I don't know if you happen to see the goal. It was a handball that uh, put it into the net. So that being said, you know, Man City should have still put them away with a lot more goals. But, you know, VAR could come into question here, come, come, uh, come into play that with VAR, Man City gets the W instead of a, a draw. It's a full three. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty interesting because, um, you know, it is like pretty much England and, I don't know, a couple other countries that, that soccer doesn't really matter are like the, the only countries that don't use VAR. So I'm wondering by the end of this year, uh, I would think that they might start implementing it. What, do you think Do you think so? Yeah, I, I mean, I think they should. Um, I think uh, just in those cases, you know, if, if the world and FIFA is going to go to FIFA World Cup, then I think every league should have it. It should be mandated. Now, the whole thing about VAR, still, I don't like it. But if, if the World Cup's using it, if uh, most of the leagues are starting to implement it, I think FIFA should just mandate it for every league. Yeah, plus the EPL has a shit ton of, of money, so they can they can implement it just how FIFA did it. They have the resources. Oh, so definitely. They can make it work for them. Um, but yeah, it's still crazy. They uh, Manchester United, uh, Manchester City, tied Wolverhampton. So uh, now, who sits at the top of the table? Liverpool. Liverpool. I know it's early, but uh, I really think, man. I mean, that could that could. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. But that's already a, a big two points that they dropped right yeah, there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, especially head to head, Liverpool seems to have Man City's number. So it, it's going to be up to Liverpool just to win out, um, and you know, don't drop any unnecessary points. Yeah, uh, definitely. It'll be interesting. Jose so, Mourinho, um, does he stay for the end of the season or is he sad? <laughs> Man, that's that's crazy. I, is it is it Jose Mourinho or is it Manchester United or is it both? I think it's a little bit of both. I feel like the players he has aren't right for the system um, that he likes to implement. 
I think they don't want to play for him anymore. And Jose Mourinho has kind of gotten to that point of his career where he's become very arrogant and doesn't want to change his ways at all. Mourinho arrogant? No way, dude. He's the most humble person <laughs> I know. Nah, dude, that's crazy. They they lost to, uh, what was it, Albion or what, what's that team's name? No. Uh, Brighton. Brighton, yeah. Brighton, whatever. Yeah. And then they, and then they get trounced three nil to Tottenham. At home. That's pretty rough, yeah. man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he makes it to the end of the season. I guess we'll see. But I mean, Manchester United just doesn't look good, and it's hard to believe they were winning the EPL just a couple years ago. <laughs> Did you see his post game interview where he said? Nah. What did he say? Three nil. He said three nil. What's three mean? Says he's won three Premier League championships. Oh, Lord. The other 19 managers have only won two combined. He said, so respect, respect, respect. And he walked off the conference. It's all it's all. what have you done for me lately. It doesn't matter what you did in the past. Uh, look, freaking look at Arsene Wenger, man. You got to let go. Is that what you, you told your girlfriend? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I used to be a 160 pounds, super fit, had a six-pack, man. <laughs> Um, respect. Anyway, respect, man. But yeah, um, uh, what? Barcelona won and Real Madrid won? Yeah, I mean, that those are kind of expected. <laughs> uh, did you did you hear Cristiano Ronaldo's son started playing with Juventus Academy? Oh, for real? Wow. Yeah, man. So they're really getting. They're gonna really get a good investment on the return if they get the, you know, the future coming through. Yeah, I I say he's gonna leave soon, but um, crazy rumor, obviously, but he's not going to. His son was born here in San Diego. What? So sure? technically, yeah. So technically speaking, uh, he is eligible for the U.S. Men's National Team. Holy crap! According hey, to so according to sources per Twitter. Hey, we're gonna put we're gonna put on a, a like a ten to fifteen year bet. Who becomes a, a better player, Messi's kid or Ronaldo's kid? Oh, that one's difficult. That one's difficult. Yeah, uh, you, there's no way to there's no way to tell. They're too young. Uh, well, obviously, but you would you would try to assume by playing careers, but that doesn't work out very yeah, often. Yeah, it doesn't work out. Watch them both suck and they work out like McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> they both playing them less. <laughs> hey. MLS is the, by then, MLS is going to be one of the top leagues in the world, man. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, David, yeah. all right, enough European football. Let's get into this. Yeah, because we're Americans. We like French fries, hot dogs, and pizza. So we're going to talk about MLS, uh, wrap up a fun uh, MLS rivalry week, um, one of my favorite weeks in MLS. So uh, tell me what you thought about some of the games, man. Oh, definitely, dude. Uh, starting off from New York City versus New York Red Bulls, that that was pretty crazy. Two red cards in that game. So I guess you could say it lived up to the hype of that intense rivalry in sense. Um, yeah. Watching the game, I mean, there were some moments of brilliance, but it wasn't – I wouldn't say it was great soccer, but kind of the red cards had to deal with that as well. You know, New York City was just – fortunate to come out with that 1-1 draw. But um, for the most part, I think Rivalry Week lived up to the hype. A lot of good close games. Definitely, definitely good. We all saw Lake, I mean, obviously, kill Colorado. But again, LAFC, LA Galaxy at home.
you know, for the Galaxy is actually a really good result because of all the injuries that they have. Alessandrini Vini was out. Um, you know, Gio, Jonathan, I know Siani's crap, but technically he's a starter as well. Um, yeah, man. I mean, the, yeah, the, the the New York Derby was really good. Um, it was a yeah, it was it was exciting, but it was a it was really choppy play. If, if, to be honest, there was a lot of giveaways. So um, you know, you gotta take it right. Well, the red card, dude. I mean, I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't get to see the second one, but the first one, I don't know, dude. It's. I get it. He left his studs up, but I don't think it was enough for a red card, in my opinion. Uh, it was for me, honestly. I think both of them were pretty much on point, and uh, I mean, they they reviewed both of them, right? I mean, they say they do, but yeah, we never know. I it's mean, not it's not like American I mean, it, football it was, where they they tell you they're reviewing it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They they should do that, but um, I mean, it's just it's nothing you can really say that it was like unwarranted that came out of nowhere. Oh, there was, yeah, like, reason for it. So. No, definitely, definitely. Um, but either way, I mean, B, uh, Bradley Ryan Phillips said at the end that they considered it a, a loss because they're, you know, they played uh, first with an extra man for a long time and then two extra men for a long time and still couldn't get the win. But for me, as an Atlanta United fan, you know, the draw was a perfect scenario, so I was happy with it. Um, but yeah, the uh, the I don't know the Salt Lake in Colorado that's even really a derby anymore. But six nil is pretty crazy. RSL is on the up and up, and uh, I know we're gonna go to that game when they're here. So it seems like everybody, a lot of teams are really starting to put some pressure on. And, uh, yeah, pretty pretty good. Um, I mean, the, the, the atmosphere, tifo was, I think, was... The Tifo was the best part. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the atmosphere is better than the play on the field. Um, but, yeah, Seattle, you know, got got, got the win. Um, even, even though, uh, you know, I think Portland was probably dominating more of the game, but you got to put away your chances, you know? Yeah, from my uh, I guess the Tráfico with the Derby is going to be called. I don't know if that ever changes. Um, but yeah, maybe not to the better ride. Uh, I just posted a video on Facebook of uh, fans getting fighting each other, but that might have yeah. just been Galaxy fans. I think that was just I Galaxy fans. <laughs> Either way. Either way, the bows are being thrown. Uh, I saw, I saw that they said LAFC firm versus Galaxy firm, but I, I think it's only Galaxy fans fighting each other. <laughs> that sounds uh, like LA, but either yeah. way, that game was good too. Uh, but building off Slotan. of that, well, Slatan missed like five freaking chances. But building off of that, uh, Simon wasn't in the lineup, and now we all know why he's going to Europe. Wow. Was he doing that good to warrant that, or was he just tired of being there? I have no idea, but he it is official. He even made the announcement, thank the fans at LAFC. I mean, for Galaxy, it's probably better in the long run as well, because that means their back line is even more vulnerable. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good point. We'll see. The Galaxy's in a, even, Galaxy's in a pretty tough spot right now, because they have a lot of games played in their um, – they have the last playoff spot right now, right? Yeah, right now, but they're two games or three games ahead of, of a couple uh, teams, so it's going to be difficult. Yeah. We definitely needed the three points against LAFC, and since we didn't get them, we definitely have to win out from, from here on out. Yeah. Uh, do you think Toronto's done? 
I think so. I don't see them coming back. Do you? Uh, I think they. I think they are too. I, I at first I thought they were gonna make the playoffs because they had they had like they had everybody healthy, and I think they had like one one or two games, and then they started drawing or losing, and then you had Josie Altador picking up red cards again. Um, so yeah, I think it, I think it's too late for them now. But I do see I I do see DC United slipping in. They're in a they're in a really good spot, and even though they lost their derby to uh, the Red Bulls. You know, it could that game could have gone either way, and you could see when like uh, every last play of the game, they're always going to bring their keeper out. So that's kind of cool to see. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the short turnaround for New York Red Bulls and beating DC United? Uh, I mean, I guess it's just pretty, pretty, pretty big on their part that they picked up the win, and you know, uh, and obviously they probably had some rest since they were. Um, Playing two men up on New York City, um, but still, they—I mean—they're—they're they're a top team, and uh, I think they're kind of just in in their informing rhythm. So we'll see if they keep up the pace. Hopefully not, because uh, you know Atlanta needs to pull away. <laughs> I get you. I get you. As you can see, there's a little bias in our podcast. Not at all, man. <laughs> um, but but another another topic, another uh, rivalry game. I don't know if you want to call it was the Atlanta and Orlando match. Where uh, Joseph broke the all-time leading goal score record, 28 goals. Who's that guy? Counting. I don't know. Some random drifter they got. They um, found him out playing man, Sunday league. That? Yeah, I mean yeah. it's something something special whenever you any record is broken, you know. Um, so congratulations to Joseph Martinez. I know he's gonna be listening to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. He's- He's a big subscriber. Uh, just want to say congratulations. Uh, honestly, it's something special, dude. Um, 28 goals, one season. How many more do you think he, he racks on by the end of the season? Um, I think, uh, man, it's just every time I think the production is going to slow down, he just keeps going. I mean, he's averaging, I think, like a goal and some change a game. That's ridiculous. Um, so I think I think towards the end, maybe the last couple of games, I think he's going to see a little bit more rest, especially if we already have the game in the bag. So I, I only see maybe three or four more goals. So I think he tops out at like around 32. Do you think anyone breaks it in the future? I mean, uh, let's see. The weird thing is, you know, the the, the current record held for what like 20 years. Uh, it was uh, Lasseter and uh, um, Wondolowski that held it, right? And then Wondolowski yeah. tied it, but the record wasn't broken for 20 years. But I think um, I think MLS is just going to get better, and I think at some point they're going to invest in defense. So I think it's going to be tougher to come by these goals that Joseph's getting. And I think in the future it's going to be a lot harder to even, you know, get 23 or 24 goals. So I don't know if it's ever going to be broken, um, but I don't see it anytime soon unless Joseph does it again, like more recently, like in the next year or two. But if anybody's going to break it, it's got to be soon because I just see MLS um, finally pouring money into defense because, I mean, I think everybody can knows that the defense in MLS is pretty weak. Yeah, I say when Cristiano Ronaldo comes over, he breaks it. Ah, yeah. Even what if he comes over like at thirty-eight? He still breaks it. I guess look at Zlatan, man. He's freaking thirty-six, and if he would have been uh, came at the beginning of the season, who knows where he'd be at? Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, he did technically come. He missed a couple games, but I mean, he he could have helped his goal tally this past weekend. I can speak about it. Galaxy should have actually won that game. It's whatever. We move on. Um, the what do you think about the new logo for uh, Austin MLS to Austin? 
I mean, uh, I mean, just based on looks, it looks good. Um, the only I'm thing talking is about the whole, not the looks, the whole like background. You know, hasn't been made official or anything, the and they're already uh, just kind of like the whole story behind it because it hasn't been made official, and they're already unveiling a logo. Yeah, and I was listening to the State of the Union podcast early this morning. Um, so shout out to Alexi Lawless because me and him are pretty tight. Uh, yeah, like like they they're they're doing all this stuff, setting up, releasing the logo, and then Columbus Crew is still like selling uh, season tickets for next year. And like, how 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 are people? How is Columbus? Like that's so hard on them. Like, how, why would they buy? Why would anybody buy season tickets? tickets when they know their team is most likely going to leave right yeah yeah i don't understand that one unless uh, something crazy happens in a new someone saves the crew and then someone still purchases the team and puts them in austin and i, I don't and i don't see that happening because i don't i don't, think I don't see it either but yeah but MLS, like, MLS needs to do something. If they're going to make this, I mean, if he's already investing in a logo and looking for a stadium, I mean, it's a pretty much a done deal. I say just make the announcement, make it official. And, you know, uh, Alexi Lala uh, suggested that uh, MLS uh, pays for a USL expansion team, pay the $7 million or whatever it is, and then give Columbus an expansion, uh, I mean, a USL expansion team. Um, because, I mean, you, I think, um, but, you know, not necessarily an MLS yeah, I agree. Maybe you saw more on the... What? You what? Now, what'd you say first? I said, I think a USL expansion team would do well with the amount of people that attract. I think that would actually be really good for USL. And uh, this is like a rare thing, and it only happens when all options have been exhausted. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it is a business, and you're there to make money. And, you know, Columbus, if they really wanted to show that we can support an MLS team, they would have been probably packing out the stadiums in their this year or last year, but you still turn on the TV and it's a half-empty stadium in one of the smallest stadiums in MLS. Um, so yeah, you know, it's definitely a super tiny stadium. Yeah, I understand it. I mean, Columbus is an OG, so, but, uh, you know, you can't really. It would, it would basically be the MLS just pumping money in to save them just to have yeah, a. Exactly, exactly. So that's why I think a USL team would be great. And, and the thing is, I think Columbus crew would still support that USL team the same they did an MLS team, but it would just be better because USL doesn't pull the kind of numbers that MLS does. Would you be okay with them naming it Columbus Crew still? Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think, uh, I guess the Anthony Precourt or whatever that guy's name is holds the rights, so I don't think he he would have a problem selling it over since he's going to get a new team in Austin and whatever they end up calling it. Hmm. That USL team in Austin a while back didn't survive though. Yeah, but it's a, I mean, it's a new, it's a new time, man. Um, I mean, do you think a, a team in Atlanta, in Atlanta would have survived 20 years ago? Probably not. Okay, but we're not talking 20 years ago. We're talking three years ago. But that was that a USL team or? A, it was a USL team. Yeah, that's true. But um, you know, look at Chivas USA, right? I think yeah, it's all, but it was ownership as well. That's why. That's what I'm saying. I think it, it. It really depends on the branding, how big it is, and you know what, just all that goes around it. Um, and I think, I think if they do it right, it could be big because Austin definitely has that. There's no, and there's uh, enough people there, 
And you got like it's sad to say, but there's a lot of hipsters in Austin, so hipsters like soccer for some reason. Yeah, you're the number one fan, dude. Yeah, man, and my cousin Michael Melendez. Um, <laughs> Shout out. But uh, so let's let's uh, change our focus to uh, the U.S. men's national team. We got some uh, some fixtures coming up, some friendlies, some big friendlies. Uh, we got uh, Brazil coming up on what the seventh. We got Mexico, Colombia, England, and Italy. What do you think about that, man? It's gonna be a real test. Um... I don't know who we're going to really call up because all the European leagues just started. But I believe they are what they uh, – FIFA dates, right? Which means the teams cannot hold them, that they, yeah. they're allowed to actually go if they choose to. So, I mean, it would be definitely a really good test to, like, call up a lot of our youngsters and a few veterans to see how we gel together against a couple of these superstar teams because I heard Brazil's actually bringing a really good squad. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Um, so it'll, de- it'll definitely be a good test. Definitely. And then, uh, well, Mexico's going through some issues right now, too. They have our interim head coach, just like the U.S. does. So, I mean, it's going to be, uh, you know, USA versus Mexico is always a great game, a big rivalry. But I don't know if we'll see the best soccer out of both of those nations. Yeah, I, I think, well, because they're in the same situation, you're, I think you're going to see a similar team, a lot of youngsters maybe some veterans in there just to hold it down. Um, but, you know, def- it'll definitely be a test, and we'll see how how we end up at the end of this stretch. Um, but the big thing is, man, the, the U.S. needs to freaking decide on a coach already, man. Dave Sarakin, the interim coach, pretty much should have just been a head coach because he's been the coach for almost two years now, right? Uh, two years is a long time, dude. It hasn't been two years, has it? Dude, no. Look it up. Since, he took, since they let go of uh, Bruce Arena... I mean, well, that was what the... Uh, it's only a oh, year. Well, I think it's... No, wait. When was the TNT game? Uh, last September. Was it last September? Yeah, so it's Sorry, Okay, my bad. Well, it's been a year, but that's still a long time anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, I might as well just leave them there for a little bit longer. Yeah, well, I'm ready to just get start, start getting our... Formulating our team We're together, waiting so. for Mourinho to get fired. Uh, <laughs> What, so the U.S. can just park the bus? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Honestly, I think he would be very successful in the U.S. I don't like him, but I think we would actually have a, a pretty good squad. Well, he might bring that old style back of where you just it's just all like hustle and grit. You defend, you send a ball over the top, and you just so uh, I don't know. It could work. That's how the old U.S. system worked. Um, yeah. So what's to say it wouldn't work again? Especially with a little more organization, like a type of coach that he is. But I mean, in all reality, I I I would prefer someone else. But we've been linked to like these random managers: Mourinho, Osorio, Wang, uh, Arsene Wenger, uh, even David Morris <laughs> was thrown in the mix. And then the the Americans with Peter Ramirez, Tata Martino, um, yeah. and Greg Berhalter. But uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm ready just to see our team start coming together so we get a good sense of who's going to play next year. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of excitement because all these young kids, I mean, Timothy Weah is tearing it up. Um, Tyler Adams of the MLS, a lot of these players are doing really well. So I'm excited to finally get, you know, uh, a good formation going or a good rotation or something. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree, dude. And then a quick mention, the Women's World Cup is next year. 
that'll be fun to watch too. So we can actually root for a team that's in the World Cup. <laughs> and having a good shot at winning it all. Yeah, like it always is. Expectations so is to win it all, you know. For the yeah, men, like, expectation is like don't get too beat up. For the women's, we want to win it all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, that'll that'll be cool. Um, um, what what else we got? I think that's uh, all for this week. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Um, uh, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, and uh, stay tuned for next week. If you guys want to hear anything specific, any topics, shout us out on Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> Or uh, via email. Our email is sunday.leagues.finest at gmail.com. Um, just let us know what you think about us. Uh, let us know what topics you guys want to hear so that way we can get you guys more involved. Yeah, hit up our Facebook page because it's looking fresh from hard work from one of our staff that's probably an underpaid employee. Um, so give us a like, rate us five stars, and uh, yeah, keep listening, folks. Thank you. You guys stay tuned for next week, and peace. Peace.